Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And here we are. It's been another day. And yet, you scroll through the news and there's really not anything much going on. Except for one thing and one thing only. We got the Snyder Cut teaser trailer. As short as it is, it actually gave more in-depth in terms of on how Snyder's vision was in terms of making this movie as good and epic as it was. And yet, for some odd reason, I can't help but feel that the magic is not really the same as it was before. And honestly, I'm at the point now where every time when I mention the Snyder Cut, I feel like I'm beating up a dead horse to its bloody pulp. It really it really feels like that to me. Because it's not going to come out till next year, whenever it's going to be on HBO Max. We know this already. And yet, I know we're going to talk about it numerous times before then. And for me, I feel like this is going to be the last time, or I want it to be the last time before I talk about it more and more. But I just don't know how I feel. And I'm going to explain more in detail later on as I get more into this show. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shoutouts out of the way, shall we? Today, unfortunately, we lost another good actor, Ian Holm. Rest in peace to him. If you guys don't know who he is per se, he basically played Bilbo Baggins from The Lord of the Rings. He was from The Fifth Element. He was with Ratatouille. You probably remember him from Alien. He's been in a ton, ton of movies. He dies at 88 years old. Fucking hell. Like, I can still remember the time as Bilbo Baggins in the movies and the Hobbit movies and everything else. He was a great actor. He really was. Fucking sucks that we're losing our stars, man. It really does, especially at an old age. But I know when it's your time, it's your time. So shout out to him. Shout out to his friends and family. My condolences to them. Rest in eternal power. Rest in eternal power. But now we got the shoutouts out of the way. Let's dive straight into the Snyder Cut teaser trailer and what my actual feelings about it. And that starts right in a bit. So after all of this time, the fans, we, the audience, have finally spoken. We've been wanting the movie for quite a while, and we knew that hopefully, maybe, a teaser trailer would pop up, and it did. And I'm sure every single one of you have actually watched it and have been amazed by what it is that you saw. That you were filled with joy and excitement, and you were like, fuck to the hell yeah. And yet, me personally looking at the bigger picture, I can't help but feel that where is this really leading to in a particular way? But let's dive everything step by step. When you watch the teaser trailer and it came out and you saw Wonder Woman coming out 
with the, you know, torch fire in her hand. And she's looking at a painting, a mural of Darkseid. But at the voiceover, you hear Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor Jr.'s, you know, voiceover from Batman vs. Superman. And he's saying, you know, something's coming, something's coming. And he's using his dialogue with that violin music that's playing in the background. And then the very next shot, you see Darkseid in the Battle of the Mother Boxes. You see Darkseid with all of his minion spaceships right behind him. Because... In the theatrical release that we saw, it was Steppenwolf that was standing there. But in this version, it's Darkseid, the big bad Darkseid. So we actually get to see how he is, or in a particular way, how he was supposed to be in the original cut. Now, I'm like everybody else. I am excited and I'm interested to see how Zack Snyder's cut was originally supposed to be. But it kind of makes me wonder, where exactly is this leading to? And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer here. Obviously, I should just enjoy the things as much as it come, as it comes. You know, just enjoy the moment for what it was. But I can't help it. I've always been a forward thinker. I always look at the bigger picture. I've always looked at the other side of the coin here, if that makes any sense. You see, before Josh Sweden came out and obviously returned this film into his own vision, or at least part of his own vision... Zack Snyder definitely worked on a lot of this movie, and remember, it was originally supposed to be a two-parter. There was a series of movies that was announced by Warner Brothers years ago, I think this was like around 2013 or the middle of 2013, where they were supposed to have a series of movies coming out, and Justice League Part 1 and 2 were supposed to go, with a couple of movies in between. As you know, it was basically their way of trying to keep up with Marvel. But the problem was, was the fact that after the terrible box office hit from Batman v Superman, then re-editing the Suicide Squad, and now with the failure of the Justice League that we saw, all of a sudden, they scratched the entire thing, and they're like, you know what, we just can't do this anymore, we can't. And it kind of makes me wonder, where exactly are they going with this? Are we going to have a Justice League Part 2? Is there some way some particular way that you can get Ben Affleck to come back as the Batman in the Justice League storylines, you know, pay him a shitload of money and be like, okay, we're going to do this part two movie. We already got Henry Cavill signed to become Superman again. We know we can get you. Like, come on, come on, just join us, man. And you can get everybody else. You can get The Flash, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Aquaman. You can get all these other guys. Maybe add Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter or whoever the seventh member is going to be. And you can get all of them to come together and make a Justice League Part 2. But it's going to take a lot of convincing in order to do that. Which makes me wonder, is this really just for our own benefit and entertainment? We have to understand that, obviously, this is going to be the very last time that we're going to see all these guys in a particular group in this movie. And we've already seen the movie before. Granted, we understood what went on behind the scenes. We understood what went on with Zack Snyder's personal tragedy and Warner Brothers being all power-hungry, greedy motherfuckers and everything else that goes on. But again, you have to think to yourself, what is this going to lead to? Because we've already seen the version of Robert Pattinson's The Batman that's going to be coming out next year. We know Wonder Woman is going to get her movie, 1984. The Flash is going to get his movie, possibly with Cyborg in it. So you have all these other parts. 
And yet, we're not going to have a Justice League Part 2, or at least not yet. As far as I'm concerned, chances are they're probably going to have a reboot way into the future. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this brings back to my point. Where exactly is this going to lead to? Or maybe, just maybe, there is no point to this at all. Maybe Zack Snyder just really wanted us to show... He really wanted to show us what his true vision was. And it's best to just leave it at that. And that can mark the ending of the first part of the DC Extended Universe. And can mark the beginning of another. Which has already been transpired with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, Joker, and now Birds of Prey, I guess. I guess my point in terms of doing this rant is... I should not expect too much. I really shouldn't. And I don't think anybody else listening to this should either. We're going to get the Snyder Cut. Might be three and a half to four hours. I don't know how long it's going to be. It's going to be on HBO Max. And it's going to be the main forefront in terms of how we perceive these heroes to be at the end of the Justice League. But at the same time, you also have to wonder, is this going to lead up to a sequel? It, or is this sequel baiting, to say the least? Because if you remembered from the first Justice League movie, we had the infamous mid credit scene where Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor, actually talks to Deathstroke, and he's like, shouldn't we form a league of our own? That's sequel baiting in terms of what should we think of next? Is that going to be the same thing with this movie? Is that going to increase our hopes for something new? Is that going to, in a particular way, make some kind of, I don't know, some kind of new project for us to be inspired to, or at least for us to look forward to? It's really hard to say. And maybe, now that I'm talking a lot about this, maybe I'm just looking too deep into this. Maybe I'm overanalyzing all this shit. Maybe it's just the fact that this movie that's going to be released next year is just going to be for pure fun, enjoyment, and entertainment. There is not going to be a part two, possibly. There is not going to be a part two. There is not going to be a sequel. There is not going to be anything like that. And if we do get one, it probably won't be in the next 10 to 20 years from now. So maybe there really is no point. And we should just accept things for how they are, accept things in a particular way for what's going to be shown to us for the foreseeable future. And now that I rethink about it, that could be okay. That could be okay. What I'm really hoping is, do I want to see Darkseid in action? Absolutely. I want to see Darkseid. What I really want to see in the new Snyder Cut, I'm going to be very honest. I want to see Darkseid beat the shit out of every single one of those League members, obviously. Every single one of the League. Every single one of them. And give Superman a very hard time. Because what was the main thing that got us to hate Steppenwolf so much? Or at least hate the movie in terms of how it was portrayed. Every one of them, even though they're brought together, Superman could take on Steppenwolf. He can take on all those other minions. He can pretty much do the things on his own. So in a particular way, you could actually make the argument that there was no need to actually make the League in the first place. But, if it's Darkseid, now the game changes. Now, we need Superman. We need the League. We need everybody to come together. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I looked way too deep into this, and I know I overanalyzed the shit out of it, but let's face it, I've watched the animated series, the Justice League animated series, and I loved almost every episode. 
So if this is going to be Zack Snyder's true vision, and if this is going to be the very last movie that he works on in terms of a comic book film, then by all means, let's go out with the bang. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. If you like what you heard, you can continue to subscribe, continue to share, continue to tell every single person you know. So that way they could tell their friends, and they could tell their friends' friends, and they could tell their friends' friends' friends. You know what I mean? Just hit me up on OTC Volume 2 if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. OTC Volume 2 on Twitter or Instagram. And also remember... Once we hit over 50 followers on Spotify, I'm going to choose three lucky winners so that way I could give away free Comic-Con art, whether it's a poster, it could be a book, it could be a small little comic, it could be anything. All you got to do is just hit me up, inbox me, reach me up, and then I will choose you three guys and I will personally deliver to you. No, you don't have to pay me shit. You don't have to pay me a goddamn thing. This is my way of saying thank you back to you. Before we end this night, let's go to our super villain quote of the day. And this one is from Deathstroke himself. When a man earns my respect, that means I do not rest. I devote all my energy, everything I have, to killing him. And my reaction to that is... This is why he's known as the best mercenary assassin in the world. Because if he has respect for you, that means he must honor you to kill you. He doesn't do it for the fun. He doesn't do it for sport. All it is, is good business. Tune in next time on Monday night where we will talk more about comic book stuff. Maybe there are more news to hit up, but it's like anything else. We hear about it, and I talk about it. Have a great weekend. Continue to stay safe. Till then, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.